Hi, preemptive warning Matt here, just letting you know that you're going to hear some dogs barking in the background, some phones going off, some beers hitting the table, but uh, what do you expect from the M4 project? We're not professionals. Yet. you thought we had an opening theme song. Hello and welcome once again to the M4 Project, where we talk about movies that float under the radar and maybe find something for you to watch. My name is Matthew Jelenic. My name is Michael Sullivan. And my name is Morgan Davidson. And this week I've been pondering, does the singer Meatloaf make a mean meatloaf? Oh, surely he's got to. He's got it. You can't yeah. have that name and not. I mean, like, having that name... So many people would have given him recipes. You would think so. He would find a good one. I'd hope that anything he cooks, meatloaf-wise, would just be... He's probably... I hope, I hope he's got, like, at least 50, but there's one that is just, like, he is the world's loaf. best meatloaf. Meatloaf's meatloaf. Yeah, it's the recipe's kept in a vault. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be spicy, too. It's got to have some definitely. Definitely. Like a bat out of hell. Yeah. Anyway, Maddie, this week's movie. This week's movie oh, is good. Symbol from 2009, also known as Shinboru. It's yes. a Japanese film. Uh, starring Hitoshi Matsumoto, who's a Japanese comedian. Uh, this seems a little bit art housey, a lot weird. Yes. Uh, and very, very Japanese. Uh, so, what the, the back of the box is a man wakes up alone in a brightly illuminated white room with no windows or doors. Uh, when he presses a mysterious phallic protuberance that appears on one wall, a pink toothbrush drops behind him. It's actually a, a film with two. Disconnected story, so we have the. Or the are character. they disconnected? Well, they start, disconnect. no, they start disconnected. They start disconnected. They seemingly disconnected. Yeah, seemingly disconnected uh, story. So there's this fellow in this white room filled with uh, baby angel junk, and uh, a film of a family in Mexico uh, following a luchador as he prepares for a big match. Yeah, basically a man, a Japanese man in white room, surrounded by cherub penises on floors and walls, mm -hmm. touches them and affects the world around him. It yeah, sounds like something you're into, man. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is going to floor you, got to say. Yeah. I wasn't expecting. A more in-depth look about of what the film is about. Our Japanese friend, I don't think he's ever named, he's just Japanese man. Jap yeah, Japanese uh, man one. Japanese man is not Juan, he's the Mexican no. guy. <laughs> uh, so he, there's a Japanese man in these brightly coloured pyjamas awakens in a white room. Uh, he stands up and, and looks around and finds that it has no roof. It goes Calls out room. for people. It calls out, gets no replies. Uh, and then he sees a bunch of cherubs sort of... No, 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 no. There's one little cherub oh, that's penis. It. One little tiny, tiny cherub penis. Which uh, you don't even know is a cherub penis at the time. Because yeah. I, I was expecting after reading the back of the book, it would be a defined yeah. phallic. Yeah. Symbol. No, a, a defined cherub It's penis. a very, very stylized it's a, Yeah, it's a very stylized yeah. cherub penis. Because you got the nuts in there. So it's not just yeah, the penis. penis it's yeah, the... it's the nuts as well. Yeah. He presses it. He, the oh, sound oh. happens. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. You've obviously had your testicles removed at some point. No. That was quite hot. <laughs> um, rushed. Anyways. And then a whole lot of cherubs come out of the wall. Menacingly. Menacingly. They're all white. They all fit in with the... They're not. They're not uh, yeah. formed in the sense that they're coloured. They're yeah. all the white. They all come out. They laugh, and then they slowly go back. And only their little cherub penises mm. stay out of the wall. Yeah. And then every time he presses on one, oh, usually it, the, the tones change slightly, oh, 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 and things pop out of the wall. Yeah. First being a toothbrush. Yep. 
And then yeah, as he starts to freak the fuck out, as yeah. you would understand, I would have just fre- freaked out and cried in a corner when all yeah. the cherubs came out because that is creepy as fuck. Yeah. Uh, he presses on a whole other random stuff in, in the whole idea of how maybe am I going to escape, yeah. um, which he obviously eventually gets out of that room yep. by... Playing, uh, the penis playing the penis game. Yep. Moves on to another room where there's more fully formed cherubs. They've yep. grown into more like angelish creatures. Yep. And then they all disappear into the wall, giving them a whole other set of penises. cherub penises to push. Yep. Okay. Uh, that was the back of the box. Let's jump into characters, actors, and their performance. Or should we just... A, no. Yeah. There's basically one actor in the entire thing. Of the yeah. Note, and, and that is the main the main dude. And he's the writer as well, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Writer, yeah. director, and star. It's also very little dialogue as well. He doesn't say... Not a lot. At least by him is said yeah. throughout for most of the movie. Because he's by himself in a room. Yeah. yeah. All of the all of the actual speech is done by the uh, the Mexican family. Pretty mm. much all of it. Yeah, and he's so, just random screamed. And then when uh, he says crap or something like that... Uh, something he says, oh fuck, oh fuck, fuck oh fuck. fuck. And... <laughs> Also, it stinks multiple yeah. times. Just yeah. a bunch of stuff like, what, where am I? What is this? What yeah. are you doing? Hello? Can I have some soy sauce? Yeah. yeah. Sort of thing. Um, but his performance is great. He's a comic actor, mainly. Yes. I think. Yeah, he's a part of a, a uh, Japanese duo. Who, yeah. But they, they have a number of game shows and that kind of thing. Yeah. No, known for being a very quirky character. He's, he reminds me of a bit like a Japanese uh, Jim Carrey. In that yeah. slapsticky sort of I was getting a very elastic face. face and and I was getting a lot of Mr. Bean on honestly. Yeah, like very Mr. Bean very, as well. Very yeah. lots uh, of physical comedy mm. that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. well yeah, that, that's sort of his his staple. As far as the character goes, I would like his pajamas. Yeah, his pajamas are awesome. That, they're just so narish yeah. and just oh. It's like why? It's very, very childish body in like an adult Not size. Why. And you can like, just imagine a Japan like just the way Japanese um, men are portrayed. <laughs> yeah. Um you can just imagine that totally it is legitimate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but at the same time, it, it's these brightly coloured circles. Imagine he, he, he hops into his so. bed at night next to his life-size bloody anime manga doll. And, <laughs> body um, pillow. And body pillow. And, and yeah, just and spoons it. But at the, at the same time, like the, the, the style of the pyjamas and his haircut are meant to basically infantilise him. I remember... Sorry, just oh, back on to the body pillow. I remember reading a thing years ago about the fact that they were worried that a lot of Japanese men were optioning to actually have relations with this body pillow yeah. more than actual women and like where does this leave the well they uh, have a they have a diminishing population, population yeah. yeah i was like wow that's that's fucked up anyways well sorry. There's, there's now a church that enables you to have a vr wedding with an anime girl of your choice yeah that's still nowhere near as weird as scientology yeah you're yeah, not yeah, wrong yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean what what is it um uh well, something like System 63, which is just getting shot in the face. It's like, yeah, okay, we're going to give you System 63. Bang! Anyway, uh, back, back on the topic of the film. Uh, yeah. Don't know what was just said, but it sounded like murder. Yeah, like, yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, in terms of, yeah, the performance, uh, the other characters are... Bit, bit, bit past, But there's the... Um, Smoking nun in a truck. I uh, love that. The opening. Wait. The opening. Um, with first of all, was the the Mexican wrestler just sitting there, um, in, in in his in his mask was was mm. classic. Was classic. Just yeah. gets randomly sitting at the table. And then um, you find out later on when he goes to his um, his locker and he opens the locker up because you're just thinking, oh, he's, he's getting ready for work. No, no. Yeah. All the photos. He never takes the mask off. He's always got this yeah. mask yeah. on. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> but at the start of the movie, there, um, she says, "How's your new job?" And like she's smoking and um, basically says, "It's." it's 
you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay. And then she gets road rage. She said, oh, God damn it. Yeah. And then it pans out you see that her new job is being a nun. And yeah. you're like, oh, jeez, where's yeah. this going? <laughs> no, she, she's, she was great. Looks. Good looking last two. Yeah. Well, that's why I called her a smoking nun. Yeah, yeah. I thought double. Double, double oh, the actual, She's actually a smoking. Yeah. Oh, good on you then, Maddie. I've missed that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, I also have it written down. Her name is Karen, the luchador's daughter, aka the lucha daughter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, back onto track. Looks and tone. The look of the white room was brilliantly done, given the fact he was wearing his horrible pajamas. Yeah. Because that, it, it, if he, if you had had him in black, or if you had had him in just a, a solid color, it wouldn't have looked as, uh, yeah. it wouldn't have been as effective. Yeah. But those narish colors, that is just bleh. yeah. Uh, well, it made him bright. Pajamas. He was so, he, he wasn't popped and yeah, was so isolated. Exactly well. right. Um, the way that was done was really good. I, there's not much you can say about the Mexican scene. That was just basically filming a Mexican-ish scene yeah. thing. Probably done in Mexico. Yeah. Uh, it looked authentic enough yeah. and uh, it looked yeah. good. But what they actually did for the main part of him being in a room, it, I think they did that well. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the effect of the camera being able to move around him and look around where he's looking... And still have all the walls there. And, and, and also with that, the colours they use for... Uh, when, he, when, when he touches these in. cherub penises and things mm-hmm. start popping out, the colours they use for the items coming out of the wall popped with... Mm. Like, from even the fact that the sushi uh, basically had, I'm guessing, raw tuna or something on top yeah. of it as well. So it was that red colour on white. Yeah. Um, it popped. And, the, mm-hmm. you know, the pot. Uh, the African tribesman, again, what yeah. he was wearing when he popped out of the wall. Uh, mm-hmm. It just it blended in well. To even start off with, it was pink toothbrush, wasn't it, to start yeah. off with. So just that, mm-hmm. that those colours. Yeah. Um, those sections where they did those little comic... Uh, his plan is like... Yeah. Grab things, swing to there, yeah. and, and so there's this exit. Bizarre English. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, that he's was... there clicking away as this comic, <laughs> literal like that was... Marvel comic. And the colours they used for that again was just really well yeah, done. It was jarring. Yeah, it was good. In, in, to other things in terms of looks and tone, we've been pacing into this. Do we want to talk yeah. about pacing in this part? Yeah, yeah. 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 the pacing was unbelievably slow. Like, yeah, welcome to Art House. Yeah, through the entire film, it felt like nothing really eventuated for the vast majority of mm. the movie. Mm. There, uh, there was definitely uh, one scene, which I know the scene you really didn't like, yeah. which was where he's eating the sushi. And yeah. Just oh. eating and eating. And it's basically a real-time shot. Usually you'd have someone put something in their yeah. mouth and then cut and the plate is empty. He sat there and ate 10 pieces, pieces of sushi. So how long that took? And he was shoving them he into his just, mouth. And the sound. I was feeling... like <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't love watching people eat the best of times, but I was feeling nauseous by the end of it. Yeah, that it, it was a bit much, but at the same time, I understand it why it did it. Cause it it, it has the, the effect of how desire. desired. Yeah, like, yeah. It had, he was, at the start, he's eating this, it has these two pieces of sushi, and he's like, well... Soy sauce, can I get some? So he starts pushing penises, but just more sushi keeps coming out. He's got this pile. He eventually goes, ah, oh, well, and just shoves it all in his face and spends the five minutes eating the sushi. And he sort of smacks, smacks his tummy and decides, I'm going to have more, pushes another cherry penis, and the soy sauce drops out. Yes. And he gets quite upset. But like all of that was just a build up to the punch. Yeah, absolutely. Of the sauce was. Even just the actual opening scene where you just see the car drive along the road, even that takes a very long time. It does. It does. Yeah, you know, I know what's coming now. I know what's happening now. Yeah. But I, I think that is this sort of class of film. It's all yeah. very long, sustained shots. Yes. Giving you time to think and things are lots visual. Of, yeah. Lots of, there's lots of build-ups to punchlines, even if the punchlines weren't great. Yeah. But they... Where, like, 
the dog barking out of the out of the wall and he would scream and jump back and go oh, I'm so scared oh, I'm so scared it was just like please just get on with, with it, it. Yeah, we've got yeah. it you've done this six times now yeah, please yeah. can we proceed to the next part I know I didn't yeah. yeah I was the same with whilst I love those comic scenes of how he was escaping and all that kind of stuff yeah I agree with you the like we saw you run to the door yeah uh, far too many times yeah. I, could, I, got, I got it yeah. after like you show him running once then you show him sweaty mm. and you just figure he's had yeah, 15 I, attempts at he, it he runs once and it cuts back and he's running again and this time he's all sweaty, sweaty. he collapses just, before he even gets there yeah, like, and you know yeah, and the same with the swinging of the rope and that sort of thing so in the Mexican timeline yep what's happening in the, in, in the Mexican timeline we're seeing that the Luchador has got this big fight going his name is Escargo Man Escargo Man <laughs> uh, which is a great name for a Luchador and it's established that the person he's got to be fighting today is younger than him, stronger than him, fitter than him. So his wife is worried. The, his young son's hopeful. He always he's, loses, though, doesn't he? Apparently, I, I, I feel I, like I, he I always loses. Sure. Maybe it's just a wall from the, yeah. the win. You know, yeah. he hasn't won. He's a, a South Sydney up until a couple of years ago. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Yeah, he, he's also you know an overweight sort of older guy. Sort of uh, that scene where we're introduced to him. Uh, there's a young Mexican Mexican family doing their thing, and there's this solution or full mask. shirt off. Belly out, reading newspaper, and that's all he does for the entire time. And he's got his mask on yeah. at the same time. Mask on the entire time. Well, that's how we know it's a think he moves in that scene. He just no. sits there completely still yeah. for the entire scene. Which... Yep. And so it's established that the fight's going to go on today. So it keeps coming back to them, and they're doing various little things like the mum's knitting, or the kids are at school and getting laughed at for going for escargo man. Eventually, the big fight comes, and I'll get into what happens later on the spoilers but basically it's just this separate story of these people going throughout their day and it's like oh okay well how's he going to go on this big fight oh no and yeah I liked the contrast between that because it would have been too easy just to set up the separate storyline in Japan as well yeah do you set it in like a totally different different country yeah Yeah. on the other side side of the planet yeah Um, that worked yeah yeah Contrast is the right way. Yeah, for it, it really contrasts. Well, I was looking forward to the Mexican part just to break up <laughs> the, a little bit the of monotony. the room. Yeah, because yeah. it was the ridiculousness it, of yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, your classic Japanese ridiculousness. Yeah, and then this sort of normality family just yeah. going yeah. about the day. Even though I mean, one of them's a luchador, but that's normal in Mexico. Yeah. Perfectly normal. Perfectly it, fine. Isn't everyone like luchadors? Most of the population. Most, I think that's most. the highest. I mean, I think it's like male, female, luchador. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 30% of the population. You know? yeah. um, congratulations to yeah. the luchador. <laughs> I just got a little baby with a luchador <laughs> mask. Yeah, and, and there's actually a few little things that tied those things together in terms of look and tone as well. Um, little themes that would follow through. So uh, our Japanese friend would be getting poured with water and he'd sort of slump forwards and in the next scene, someone would be putting down a glass of water, water or yeah. he'd... Um, the, the Japanese guy would put down this baseball book after not being able to find what was issue, issue number six and then it cuts to the mom, mother I don't know if you know as well she was sewing a number six and a similarly coloured yeah. baseball but it was a blanket she yeah. looked like the same baseball shirt so there's all these little thematic links uh, to suggest that there's ooh there's a connection but yeah it, it looks a tone without giving it away the movie is a bit about it cause and effect yeah absolutely um, which we'll get into a bit later but that's the sort of up yeah. under what did we think like, overall? Did we like it? Did you, Matty? You start. You I did. Your film. Yes. I did. Uh, I I know I'm weird. Uh, I like weird cinema. I like things that make me go, why? Why did I watch this? I I enjoyed it. I thought it was 
a weird little romp. I like weird. If you're after WoW cinema, something that we'll get into later is Frogtown 3. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a different scale. That's a different scale altogether. Oh, my God. That, yeah, like, if you're into these little art housey things, things are just, they're, they're not straight stories. They're just something happening weirdly in front of you. You sort of ride, be on a little ride for it. Go for that. Mikey. No. <laughs> not I, I'm okay with Japanese weird. I'm okay with crazy shit. I'm not even that adverse to art house. But I struggled to get through this movie. Okay. It was so slow. And so I felt like I watched an hour of it and I could have been doing literally anything else with my life at that point. Like it would have had some laughs in it through it that I enjoyed. But for the most part, I just said, please just go to the next scene already. So this can end. <laughs> essentially that was my general feeling through most of it nice so nah no nope, not for you not I, was, for me. I was indifferent I didn't love it I didn't hate it it was a movie that I've seen would I watch it again I probably would if I was in that weird kind of yeah. crazy thing just I get the missus and say watch this watch this it's bizarre yeah I'd recommend it in the sense that it is just a bizarre sort of yeah. movie yeah um, but I, yeah I don't I didn't dislike it, yeah. uh, and there was there was a lot of things in it that I, that I did, that I did like. Um, I was upset about how it ended mm-hmm. um, as my biggest as my biggest thing. Yeah. Um, whilst it ends okay, like it's not a, yeah. it doesn't it's not just a just the, well, yeah it's but, a difficult thing to wrap up as well. Yeah, it is a difficult thing to wrap up, but um, yeah, that kind of disappointed me a little bit. But yeah, overall, I I didn't hate it. I am a bit more like yourself, Maddie. I like I like the bizarre and the art housey. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. I don't know where my feelings lie on what side of that scale. Fair. I feel like I feel like you've got to be in the right frame of mind right. to watch it, where you just kind of like a just let it wash over you. Yeah, if you don't like bizarre, yeah. steer clear. Oh, if you don't like weird Japanese shit, you will not enjoy this it's movie. <laughs> you are one hundred percent correct. Uh. So yeah, I'm sorry. Would we recommend it? I would recommend it if you liked bizarre films. Yep. If I just said you've shown me a bizarre movie, I've got something to one up you. Yep. I'd use that as a recommendation. <laughs> but other than that, fair enough. Couldn't say it. All right. Uh, as always, this is the point in the podcast where we let you sneak off to go watch the film, whilst uh, we give you enough time to come back and then we'll. You can probably watch it at one and a half as well. Yeah. Just to get through it a bit. Bigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, There's not much talking, so you're not missing the yeah. dialogue. Well, when, when you come back, we'll be talking about uh, spoilers, how it ended, that kind of thing. Cool. Uh, beer run? Yeah, sure. Cool. Uh, we'll um, do spoilers. Do so you want to just take yeah. it as a... So one, once he's got these other penises to push, uh, at this point, the movie's progressed. I think it's almost four-fifths done, we'll say. So he's in this new room. It's dark. Meanwhile, out in the... Luchador uh, world. Luchador world. The, the fight's ongoing. The older Luchador, Escargo man, he's in the fight. He's about to get his ass handed to him, basically. And our friend, the Japanese child fondler, decides to, oh, well, press the penis. Screw, screw it, I'll, I'll push a penis. He pushes the penis, and Escargo man's neck extends like a giraffe. No, a snail. Well, like, like a snail. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, he like a snail. And headbutts the, one of the Luchadors who's about to attack him. Knocking, uh, him, knocking him out cold. Uh, the crowd is silenced. He kept, presses that a couple more times. Well, well, it cuts back to our Japanese friend who's gotten used to the whole idea of if you push a button, something in the room happens. And as a result, he looks around. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. So he pushes it again. Knocks out the, the, the Luchador. Wins the fight. No one expected him to win. The child runs in the ring. Papa! 
And then Escargo Man headbutts his son. It cuts back to the Japanese man. And he's pushing the button, pushing the penis, pushing the penis, pushing the penis. That's one of my favourite scenes. So it cuts back and the Luch store is face planting the bell, rocking ding, it. Ding, 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 ding. And so we basically quickly establish that, okay, this room has effects on the outside, outside of the room. Yeah. Yes. Cue montage Q of montage. things happen when he pushes penises. Yeah. So there's this happened. Uh, the flowers he's, open. Obama gets elected. Obama gets elected. So this is him climbing the wall to escape. Like yeah. he's looked up and he sees light above him, so he's climbing the wall to escape. Yeah, and on using, the way, he's grabbing penises, grabbing penises, goes. and just pushing them and and running up them. And we're getting these flashes of animating nuclear things. So it, it's like, hey, every time cause and effect. Yeah, cause and effect. So the, this is the cause of all these little miracles. Blah blah blah. And as he progresses up the wall, he eventually even detaches away from the wall and is simply climbing the penises that are in the fabric of reality itself. He doesn't need the wall anymore, and he's growing a beard, and his hair's growing out, and things are getting crazier. And eventually, he goes to the next level where he's basically doing tai chi in the air and affecting all of the wall penises, and then he gets even more profound and starts sort of just blinking at them and waving and the entire tube of penises is lighting up uh, and then eventually he stops doing that and is very calm and still and he's ascended and realised that he's just part of the wider mechanism and eventually he gets up to the roof. He's penis god. And he finds the big penis. The future. The future. And he reaches out to God's penis and that's where the film ends. So there it is. Any... Favourite item that came out in the first round? Any item? Everyone loves a bonsai tree. The bonsai tree was cool. Mm. I liked the I liked the pot, the one where he, he filled it with sushi. Yeah. One that annoyed me is he didn't roll it. He could have just yeah. rolled it. Oh, there were so many ways. I'm like, just oh, roll it. Not to mention it's like, that? okay, empty it out. Put the empty one on that trolley you have. Or, yeah, just make yeah. a new pot. Push yeah. stuff until you find something else. And yeah. then... Rather than one by one, but I, I, I did really that. like what they did with that. Uh, so he's, yeah. he's filling up the the, yeah. uh, the this vase to make it heavy enough to push down a baby penis, and he sort of looks away for a bit, looks down, and tries to shove his hand into it, and it, they've actually swapped out the vase as it's mm. pinned away and come back, so it's a, a cross section of the vase. Yeah, still the sushi. And you can see it's stacked to the bring the sushi, and he can't get his hand in it. And I thought that was really really cleverly done, and they in the same shot they pin away and pan back, and it's back to being the full yeah. vase. Now, there were so many things that, that sort of came out. It was just, it was bizarre. They did have some funny parts in it. That pot thing made me laugh. Another one was just where he got a second sushi, a uh, second soy sauce. Yeah. And he smacks it across the room and it just exactly perfectly hits the first one. Yeah. In the exact same spot. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Got nothing else really, to mm. be honest. Yeah. No, it was, uh, yeah. It was frustrating. It yep. was frustrating at times. I can imagine. Uh, the door, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a joke. Oh, no, you put a lock there. Oh, for fuck's sake, the combination lock. Yeah. How many times? And then you'd hit in the ass and it hurts you. Yeah. Jesus. Every just time. Get out I the like fucking the, room. I liked a little thing where the first time he gets smacked in the back, it comes back to him from the Mexican family's laying on there and you can see he's got some painkillers or something. Yeah. Which almost felt, we felt like the, the room kind of gives him what he needs a little bit uh, at the time. What what I took that to be was he'd actually attempted suicide. suicide. Yeah. He'd I'd... only taken four out of two... True. Which is... Yeah, but the recommended dose is two. (laughs) Two per four hours. (laughs) Four in a matter of minutes. I remember as a kid, I once had two Demizens in like the space of two hours. My mum said I was going to die. It kept me up. (laughs) It kept me up. (laughs) I remember once when I was little, I um, grabbed a um, glass from the sink. Hadn't realised that it had just been washed and hadn't been rinsed or anything. Well, either way, it tasted like detergent when I had a glass of water. It's like, that tastes like detergent. 
Detergent poison. I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm die. gonna die. So Start I walked writing up to, letters. Yeah, no, I walked up to my room. I was like, "Where are you?" I was like, "Just gonna go lie down, I guess." I, was, <laughs> I laid, I laid down in my little bed and was waiting for death. And I was like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yep, I'm fine. It's been good." <laughs> I was so upset. I was like, "Oh, disappointed everyone. They're gonna find the dead man." And then eventually, I woke up and was like, "I'm not dead. I just pissed myself." Well, no, I thought oh, I'm immune to poison, which was not a good thing for a seven-year-old to think. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, that's the end that's of Symbol. Symbol. Uh, next week, I have chosen the movie Go from 1999. Oh! Hmm. Yes, you've probably seen it. I loved it as a teenager. And yeah. I watched it the other day and was like, yeah. yeah I, I, it has I, I been a like long it. time, though. It's a good movie. Uh, Katie Holmes is one of the main stars mm-hmm. in it, and I think she does a decent job in it. Uh, but, well, yeah, a few other people in it. Uh, Timothy, oh, I can never pronounce his last name, Oliphant. Elephant. Elephant. Yep. Uh, Scott Wolf has a bit part in it. Um, Ty Diggs, uh, Brecken Meyer. Even though Paranoia was really bad in every level, mm-hmm. at least it was doing something with its time. Paranoia reference of the week. Even yep. if what it was doing was awfully executed with awful acting and an awful story, something was happening. You really don't like Art House. Maybe... Maybe, maybe not. Maybe yeah. not. I would much prefer to watch Symbol over Paranoia again because it knew what it was and it probably sat down and was happy with what it made at the end of the day. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs>